Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Welcome, friends. Join us in the circle today because we're playing cards. Are you actually curious? We are. Actually Curious is a deck created as a conversation starter. We're doing a demo, so judge for yourself. You're here with the crew of OMG, the podcast. Welcome back, y'all. Yeah, so this is Brenda. We're just doing a little introduction so everybody remembers who we are. This is Chandra. Hey, y'all, it's Aaron. Hey, it's Lynn. Chameleonaire here. (laughs) So this game, and by the way, we are not being paid for talking about this game, but... Not a sponsorship. No. Shameless. Darn it. Yet. Right. (laughs) So um, I played this game at the beach with my kids and my son-in-law. That's weird. (laughs) Is that what they call them nowadays? I think so. (laughs) And it was really eye-opening. And like, I have two adult children and my teenage daughter and the answers that they gave were really surprising. And it really made me feel close to them. So I thought this would be such a fun game for us to play together as a group because like we love each other and it would help us to connect and get to know each other better. So I highly recommend this game for anybody who's wanting to um, deepen their relationships in their life, whether it's friendships or even romantic relationships, because you can learn a lot about other people. So Right, just because just thumbing through the cards, I'm like, this is going to hit on topics that we don't normally talk about hit on as a group. Because deep into the uh, the layers of the onion. Right, because, you know, we're going to be woo when we're together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So who wants to kick us off with a question? So does it matter which color we pull? Just any? Okay. I will. Okay. Choose one. Time travel or eternal youth, and why? Ooh, I choose eternal youth because getting old sucks thus far. Anyone else? Do you want to, like, should we do it this way so that we don't? Sure. Okay, perfect. Sorry to put you on the spot, Lynn, but. Oh, was it my turn? (laughs) Oh, no, No. we all answered that question, right? Oh, we all answered it. Oh, I would definitely choose eternal youth. Why? Because I got wrinkles. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I feel you. I would choose time travel. And part of it is because I just read a book that like had time travel in it. It was really, really interesting. And also it would just be cool to see like my past lives or like just live in different parts of, I don't know, time travel for sure. I'm time travel too. Cause yeah. I could always go back to a time when I didn't have wrinkles. Oh, but see, the thing is I'm going to know what I know now. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. So time travel. Yeah. 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 I think definitely time travel for me too, because mm-hmm. I think it would be super fun to like go and pop in on different events that have happened in the world and to be there to experience it. I think that would be really cool. And also I like to travel. So yeah, I would like to go to all kinds of different countries and like see how people lived. And you know what holds me back from the time travel thing? Let me Virgo out just a minute here. Girl, go for it. Virgo for it. Are you guys assuming that you will be able to control when and where you land and what the conditions are? Because as a woman, that sounds a little scary to me. As a gay, I agree. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I assumed I would be able to control yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Same. Okay. So if not, 
Just curious. I still, yeah, I still probably choose time travel. Okay. It, I don't know. Have you watched The Outlander? No, I hear it's good, but I haven't watched well, it. I could land there. You know, I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> Out there. <laughs> okay. okay. But if you live, if you live a long, long time, if you choose eternal youth, you continually learn. And so by the time you're, you know, 595, you know what's going on. <laughs> my, my sister vampire over we, here. <laughs> We say with crossed fingers, we hope by then we know what's going on. I want that on a t-shirt. If you live to be, you know, 595, you know what's going on. (laughs) I love that. Lynn, do you want to pull a card next? Oh, okay. I'm just going to pick this one up. When do you feel most secure? Mm. Mm. For me, it's when I'm in control. (laughs) Shout out trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think similar. I think when, when I'm in control or have the fault, I mean, we're in control of nothing, but like when I have the false sense yeah. that I'm in control yeah. um, and giving words of verbal, like verbal affirmation, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. most at ease and, you know, this is going to sound so conceited. I feel the same way. Like I feel m- most secure when I'm in control, but if it's in a group setting, like I feel most secure if I'm the leader. Mm. I feel secure when you're leading. Y'all make out later. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's, I would say when like, I'm, you're in control. I'm in, yeah, I'm in control. I'm in the leadership position. Mm -hmm. What about you, Brenda? I hate the responsibility, but I don't want to be doing what somebody else says either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I was just trying to think, when do I feel the most secure? I think probably like everybody else that being in control and kind of feeling like you know what's going to happen next is a feeling of security. I don't know. I find it curious, curious that nobody said when I'm making a lot of money. I haven't answered yet. Mm-hmm. Oh. My right. answer was going to be when there's money in the bank and I can take a deep breath and deal with whatever comes my way. Yeah. I, I feel th- that, Camille. Yeah. I think that I tie money and control like almost mm-hmm. with each other so mm-hmm. I didn't even like when I said control I pictured like mm-hmm. having that safety net yeah using it synonymously mm-hmm. and and it occurred to me because like when I think leadership I think job I think boss I think money you know, money mm-hmm. so that safety safety yeah that totally makes sense ew ew <laughs> all right so that was your answer that was the the moolala mm-hmm. okay Hmm. Okay, so I'm picking the pretty sand yellow color, and I just picked mine intuitively. I have not even like looked over them yet. So this one says, name one thing that makes you nervous or uncomfortable and explain why. Oh, boy. So for me, like a fear that I still have in this lifetime is elevators and like tight spaces. And so that makes me really uncomfortable. And I think part of that is that I'm not in control. Like, like a, at the root of it is that I'm not in control and I'm literally in a fucking box, like, you know, six, seven floors up. So I always take the stairs. But I also think it's a past life thing because in like a past life regression kind of thing, once somebody said, or no, no, it was a past life. It was like a spirit circle, I think. Someone had said that, like, they got coal miner, like that I was like, you know, down in the tight little spot and that, that. Whatever. So I think it's like related to past life stuff, but elevators make me feel super uncomfortable, whether I'm in there alone or with other people. Okay. Nervous makes you nervous and super uncomfortable. That was Mm -hmm. the question. Mm -hmm. Other than having to feel emotions. um, (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) 
Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Being in a crowd of people tightly packed and everybody's talking, everybody's so, so there's no air flowing. There's all these people like right up against you. There's 15 conversations that you can hear and everything else is just mumbling. So you can't really, and it's an ADHD person. But My whole body just like shut down as you just started yeah. talking. Like, but, yeah. yeah. So I've been in more than one instance where of that, where it was all I could do not to just start throwing elbows and get out. So I would say large crowds. So I think what makes me the most nervous and anxious is if I'm in front of people and they are looking at me to know what the hell I'm talking about and I'm unprepared, mm. that scares the crap out of me. Oh, you are my sister. Yeah. Aren't you chameleon? Yeah. For me, it would be having to math on command. Ew. Especially on like a work conference call. Sure. Yeah. Uh, dyscalculia. Mm-hmm. Can't go there. Next. <laughs> yeah, mine's the same as Brenda's, like being put on the spot and um, having to like answer a question and fearing that you're going to sound like a complete dumbass. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and everybody's not going to know you're making it up as you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. Okay. Next question. What are you willing to fight for? My answer is going to be my husband and you guys. Mm-hmm. because those are my, my core relationships. So those are the things I would do whatever I had to do to keep in a good state. Yeah. So as soon as you asked that question, I heard meatloaf. I would do anything oh. for love. I thought you meant the food. <laughs> it's like Brenda's fighting for a meatloaf slice. <laughs> Girl, I won't do that. <laughs> exactly. So I think, obviously, my family and the people that I care about, I will fight you. Mm-hmm. And also, I think my independence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I have autonomy over choosing what I want. I'm going to have to default to kind of the same thing. Uh, people I care about, whether they're friends or family. Yeah. My kid, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh. Y'all don't mess with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my friends. Mm-hmm. I would take somebody down to the map for y'all. Yeah. No, just, just saying. I would buy a ticket to that. It would be a good show. It would be a good show. I'd be an announcer. And in this corner, we have Lynn manuel Miranda. And on this corner, we have Fuck Around and Find Out. <laughs> but also, like, my independence and freedom. Like, I'll fight for that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's similar. It's my family. And I feel like y'all are my family, like chosen family. Like, my husband and dogs, obviously. And, um, like, the few close friends I have. And then also... I feel like this has developed within the past year, thankfully, but um, alone time. Like I used to really fear being alone and it would make me anxious. I didn't like it. And now that I've been working through my shit, I'm like, I love, like I have to be alone in order to like function out in the world. And so I will fight for, for that time. I agree. Mm -hmm. I, I need that alone time as well. Or I get cranky. All right. Next question. Are we ready? Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. We're going to choose this card. Oh, what's the most important thing that was omitted from your education growing up? Well, where should I start? <laughs> Miss makes cinnamon brooms to pay to wish. Right. I asked my dad about that. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, he didn't go to school where I went. Oh. Yeah. He had to do like janitor work or something, he said, to oh, pay tuition? He probably did. Anyways, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Anyway, I didn't learn about a lot of things when it came to science because I went to 
just some of the different schools. <laughs> so we didn't talk about evolution or hardly about like science in general. So I, whenever I had to take science in college, it was like, it was all foreign to me. Like I was not familiar with any of the terms or the concepts or anything. So I wish that I had gotten a more well-rounded education. I can't believe that math is the answer to two of these questions for me. <laughs> what an unexpected turn of events. The, the math ain't math. It's very true. Basically, I was allowed to graduate high school having taken only freshman year math because I sucked kind of like a an athlete whose teachers <laughs> pushed him along. And I was no athlete, I assure you. But yeah, it's they lost me somewhere and I never regained my head wow. above water there. Hmm. So for me, growing up in my backwoods family, education was not a thing. I mean, we all went to high school, whatever, yeah. but, you know, they just pushed you through there. But um, I actually wish that um, I'd done a whole lot more with every subject. Sure. Yeah. It just, <laughs> just wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> He's a girl. You don't need that. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You just work in the cotton mill. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get yourself a husband. Exactly. Somebody take care of you. Yep. Mm. So for me being homeschooled until ninth grade and having to beg to go to public school then, I would say science as well, but also like history and social studies. So I did not have either of those classes until ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So like sitting in earth science and talking about photosynthesis, I was like, what in tarnation? And then finding out about all these like wars and civilizations. And so I think like, yeah, just knowing, knowing about our world and planet and how like, things led up to where we are now would have more well-rounded education, I guess you could say. Yeah. But what look you, at you. You got your master's degree. Does anybody want to see it? That's always a joke <laughs> that I always say. Cause it's like, does anybody want to see my master's degree? Uh, but yeah, thank you. That's true. For me, I wish that in every subject there had been a section where they told you about careers that this subject could lead to because you get to college and it's like, well, what's your major? What do you want to be? What can I be? Here's $30,000 for this year's tuition. Figure it out. You know, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's always fun. I mean, you know, it, I think kids today have, have more access to that because, you know, mm-hmm. TikTok and YouTube and they can, more things come into their awareness. For sure. But when we were going to school, I knew you could work in the cotton mill. You could, you know, you could be on a sewing machine. I knew you could be in an office, but what do you do in the office? I mean, it's just, I was like, I was at the college level and it was like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I picked a major at the stuff I was good at because Mm -hmm. then college wouldn't be so hard. And and I've never used it at all, ever. And it's like, now I see other job opportunities, other careers. And I'm like, oh, I wish I'd gone down that road. That sounds really interesting. I would have loved what I was doing if I had done that. But I didn't even know that was an option when I had to, quote unquote, pick. Right. Yeah. Who knows themselves at age 18 anyway? I mean, really. So true. I don't know that any of us still know what we want to do when we grow up. Right. No, not really. We're still figuring it out. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. If you live at 595, though, you might know something. (laughs) <laughs> Just you can have a, you can have a bunch of different careers. Sure right. could. <laughs> Always a mathlete, never an athlete. So who is it? Camille's card next. We need to Camille's, take. A, let's take a quick break. Okay. And when we come back, we'll come back in with Camille on the next question. 
Perfect. Okay, here's a good one. What is something you pretend to know about and why? For me, I'm going to say parenthood and leave it at that. Mm. Oh, oh my goodness, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, Lynn? (laughs) Oh, uh, something that I pretend to know about and know nothing about? (laughs) Something you pretend to know about and why? Oh, and why? Something I pretend to know about myself? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. That's a valid answer. I mean, sometimes that's a hard question. That's really tough, I think. Part of me wants to say myself, but another part of me feels like when you said parenting, it was like, <sighs> because I literally have a pre-programmed response for like on the defense for if and when I ever have to have this parent conference where mm-hmm. they like take issue with me. And this is the, what I'm going to say, should it ever arise? I am not a parent. You are not a teacher. So we could go back and forth all day about how I could do my job better and how you could do your job better, but we've got to find a compromise for your kid. Bloody brilliant. That is brilliant. Thank you. But I do, like, I think, like, these kids are acting crazy. Like, if I was their parent, it's like, that's the last thing I want, you know. So, and I don't know, like, you know, no. So, parenting and myself. Hmm. One thing I have to act like I know about and why. Oh, my gosh. You guys know I have imposter syndrome, like, up to the throat. So, everything. I mean, I, I truly feel that way about everything. It's a way of getting through life if you think about it. Yeah. Especially when it comes to business. Mm. Like, you know, I have all these great ideas and I want to start a business and I'll get to something that I don't know. Right. And it just shuts me down. And it's the imposter syndrome because as long as I'm in control and I know, I can keep going. But as soon as I don't know. That's a wrap. Yeah. So, I'll say business for just to give an answer. Mm. Ask the question again. (laughs) She said one moment, please. She's going to find the card. I put the card on the bottom. One second. Okay. What is something you pretend to know about and why? Pretend to know about. I feel like I pretend to know about a lot of things. (laughs) I think sometimes I pretend to know what I'm doing like with work and that kind of thing. Mm. And it's just like, so I don't look stupid. Because I don't want to feel stupid. Sure. So you kind of that fake it till you make it or bullshit your way through it. And I usually can figure out, figure things out. So I rely on that a lot. Buying some time to let, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that resonates with a lot of people for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. I actually picked a simple question to ask after that hard one. Thank goodness. <laughs> so what foods remind you of home? And I'm hungry, so maybe this is why I picked this. But um, sweet potatoes, especially with the holidays coming up. Mm -hmm. I love sweet potato pie. Hint, hint. Mm -hmm. Pickled beets. Ew. Ew. Uh -uh. Okay, they're a great source of iron. No, I really do love pickled beets. And we used to have them a lot, like at holidays and stuff at my Nana's house, my mom's mom. And it makes me think of like Easter and like Sunday after church. I just love a pickled beet. And what was the other thing I was going to say? It was something else food related. Oh, chicken and dumplings. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like just comfort. Just it makes me think of that old lady video where they like it's snowing and they ask her what and her and her friend are going to do. And she's like, we're going to make soups and breads and just be all fat and sassy. So. Mm. I love pickled beets, too. Okay. 
<laughs> One thing that makes me think of home is spaghetti. Mm-hmm. We lived with my grandparents, and so my grandmother always cooked. Well, she attempted to, and we attempted to eat it. <laughs> but um, Talk about make it till you make it. But spaghetti was the one thing that my mom cooked, and it was always delicious. And it was like always in this one special bowl. And mm. like there was, it was almost like a ritual around it because it was different than, yeah. than normal. So I would say spaghetti. Well, so y'all know I grew up vegan. Mm. So my mom used to make cashew gravy or she still makes it. And that reminds me of home is my mama's cashew gravy with her homemade bread. And also my grandmother used to always make potato salad. And her potato salad was always my favorite, even though it wasn't that great. And then she would make lima beans. Mm -hmm. And that reminds me of home comfort food. I don't know who ever, like, who says lima beans remind you of home. I mean, ew. When you said that, I got the texture. You know, it's like super great. I I like a lima bean. Mm -hmm. I like a lima. But um, I felt that, like, great granny texture. And I literally pictured... What used to be Grandma Frances, yeah. my great grandma, your grandma, um, her kitchen, and that's all there. And there's yeah. the cashew gravy, which is actually pretty good. Yeah. And then the the fake vegan cheese. Oh yeah. Like tofu, and I I love that shit because I I really feel like if circumstances were different, I could be vegetarian and like not have an issue with it. Yeah. Yeah, they know how to kind of throw down a little bit with a lima bean and some fake cheese, you right. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to say, oddly enough tomatoes because my grandfather in Memphis, Pop, had his own tomato garden that he tended like no one's business. Mm -hmm. And they were huge and red, deep red and so flavorful. And he had that garden so he could have a really good Bloody Mary, just full disclosure. Oh, funny. God, I love that. And so really good tomato juice and really good tomatoes. You can't really find them anymore and that's not unless it. you grow them in your own garden right mm-hmm. i do love a homegrown tomato mm-hmm. and soil matters too mm-hmm. but yeah that i thought she was going to say banana salad <laughs> i did too i was waiting <laughs> that too that vinegar caramel <laughs> mm. so my question is buckle up buttercups Uh-oh. when was the last time you cried and what was it about uh-huh. so mine was last sunday during the Reiki work and after our attunements and the other student in the class that Lynn was teaching with me and another person, she was working on my crown chakra and literally described a photograph of me as a child. This was the first time that I'd met her. Like I knew exactly what she was talking about. And then she goes down to my throat chakra and immediately starts crying and talking about like all of the trauma of my teenage years and how difficult things were. And I was like, it's just like, it was, it was a lot. It was a huge clearing. So that was the last time I cried and why. I feel so bad saying this. But the last time I cried, I was watching a YouTube video or some something on Instagram or Facebook or somewhere. And it was about some animal that had been mis- very mistreated. Mm-hmm. And it had like this huge tumor on the side of its head. And somebody rescued it. And, you know, they went through all the stuff with the vet and everything. And they were giving it like the best life possible for as long as it was, you know, and I was just like, you know, stop watching the dodo. I know. I know. know. They get you every time. They get me every time. Uh, So yeah, it was, it was, uh, 
a little video about some. Yeah. That's sweet. That yeah, some animal that, that was abused. Abused animal. Me cry too. Yeah. So I don't cry that much, y'all. I think the last time I cried was when my boyfriend, my now fiance, oh, yeah. proposed to me. No. And it was happy tears. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the last time I cried, I think. So sweet. Yeah. He Those are the good. best kind. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I cried was I was re listening to a hypnosis session the quantum healing hypnosis mm-hmm. that I did. And we need to have an episode about that in the future. Yes. But yeah, just reliving the past life. And a lot of it was happy tears. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was it. Oh. I'm not much of a crier either, but I had an ugly cry this morning. Oh, I know. I was watching the news, y'all. <laughs> and I don't do that much, yeah. but... It was a really touching story about this little boy that's in a wheelchair because he has like cerebral palsy, but he loves football. And so all the football players have kind of taken him under their wing. And I know you should see Chandra's face. I'm getting teary eyed right now. Um, So he's a young child. And so these great big boys grabbed his wheelchair and like they, he loves to watch them like run through the banner and they ran him through that banner. And y'all, I stood there at that TV and I ugly cried. And I was like, Oh my God. And then I was like, I gotta turn the TV off. (laughs) But how sweet. Cause he's gonna remember that forever. Mm -hmm. Forever, forever, forever. That's the anti-trauma. Yeah. 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 Happy memory. A happy memory. It was really sweet. I saw a little excerpt recently. It was also a good crier where an entire high school voted a girl who had Down syndrome as the homecoming Homecoming queen. queen. I saw it. And took her by surprise and her dad by surprise. And I'm just like, just when you think there's something wrong with all these kids and this younger generation, they go and do this. Hallelujah. Yeah. Gives you hope. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me cynical, but that's a topic for another. (laughs) Again, future episode. Future episode. Okay. Describe a person you have difficulty connecting with. Why do you think that is? Just one. I'm just kidding. I'm like, Camille, I'm going to give a similar answer to a previous question. Someone that I would have difficulty connecting with would be someone who is obviously pretending to fake it till they make it. Mm. And they're just regurgitating things that they've heard and not really adding anything, you know, like the person that will overtake the conversation and never say anything. Mm-hmm. I can't connect with that kind of person. And I know it's because I fear that that's what I sound like because you know, we, were ta- we were talking about just faking it till you make it. You're talking about something that you don't know about. And I'm like, is that what I sound like? Please God, tell me that's not what I sound like. People don't think that about me. And we don't. Thank you. Well, this is hard because, you know, if somebody listens to this, I'm not going to call anybody out by name. <laughs> Go make up to Bartholomew. Yeah. <laughs> I think in general, I'm, I have a pretty easy time connecting with people or finding some point of connection. But I think as far as like a type of people would probably be people who are fake mm-hmm. and materialistic and only concerned about themselves that we got nothing in common, honey. So. I have a hard time connecting with that kind of person. Yeah, me too. 
I'll keep it short and sweet, and I'm not afraid that he'll listen, Mm -hmm. but my dad, Mm. I strive to understand pretty much in all situations, even if I don't agree, but that's a tough nut to crack. Yeah. Mm. Wow, everybody's looking at me, now I'm scared. I still got to go too, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think I have the hardest time connecting to people who act like they're better than me. Mm. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Pretentious. And I, yeah, and I'll just leave it at that instead of calling out somebody's name. Sure. Mm. Don't look at me. She's looking at me. I'm like, it's not me. Brenda's petting chinchilla. Camille's dog. Like, whoa, what? Um, it was definitely not Brenda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, like just types and personalities very similar to what has already kind of been spoken. And yeah, I mean, it's possible this person will listen, but my mom mm. for a lot of different reasons. And um, yeah, I think. Speaking back to types of people, like people who I it's objectively from the outside, I can see that spirit in the universe is like, this is your lesson. This is your lesson. Mm-hmm. This is your lesson. And patterns keep repeating in their life and they're not reflecting or doing anything about it. And so they're staying at the same vibrational frequency. And it's not an ego thing, but it's like, I see that in myself and have worked through that and moved past it and I'm working on my next challenge because there's always something next. Yeah. And it just seems lazy or like a cop out that they don't. And so it's like, I don't even want that to gravitate towards me because I'm only going towards what's higher and better. Yeah. I feel that too, Aaron. Yeah. That's when you, when you're taking the responsibility, Yeah, you know, and it sucks. Yeah. It and then just, and you see somebody and sometimes it appears that they're kind of like, even though they have struggles, mm-hmm. it's almost like they're floating through life because they're not doing any yeah. of the deep work, you know? Like a grown-up child. Yeah. And it it does make me angry. Yeah, me too. So. I see a soul sister. Yeah. Bless their hearts. Yeah, bless their hearts. Okay. So, I have a fun question. Yay! Blank always makes me laugh because blank. So, what always makes you laugh and why? Oh, I should go, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, Brenda, what is it? Buys me some time. Yes. So, I know this is really elementary, but like fart jokes and people farting or bathroom humor, it always makes me laugh. And I don't know why. It's because I guess I'm a 12-year-old boy inside. (laughs) She stole my answer. I was going to say salty, dark humor because that's who I am and that's how I roll. And that's why we love you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep. Oh, mine would be the same. Anything that's um, kind of irreverent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Camilla and I were twin on that one. Yeah. And because it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> it is funny. Y'all. Yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah, that, that, that sounds cliche and silly and whatever. And we'll get into a more emotional episode, probably our next episode. But um, yeah, yeah, I feel like every time that I'm around y'all, even text messages, like just... Mm-hmm. Getting a text from you or whatever, like I'm grinning, you know, or laughing or smiling. And we just like, just feel so, it feels like I'm at home when I'm with y'all. And yeah. so I just feel so comfortable. And y'all are fucking hilarious also. You know, you're just funny. I agree. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> when you get sentimental. My husband always makes me laugh. And it's because he knows me. Yeah. He knows how to take a topic and word something so that he knows that I will find it funny. Curated just for change. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sweet. And he's a funny guy. I mean, it, when he's in a group, he's one of those that kind of just, he'll interject, but for the most part, he stands back and lets everybody else mm-hmm. have their time. 
only interject when he has something to add. Yeah. Right. But at home, never, you know, at home, he kind of leads the conversations because, you know, I'm a Gemini. I don't do that. And yeah. So he always tries to like interject something that he's, he knows is going to make me laugh. So sweet. Because Christian's the exact same way as a Gemini, but the people like that we work with and stuff will be like, about me because I've masked for so long as I have to be the funny person. I need to be needed and all that stuff doesn't fit anymore. So I'm trying to shift past that. But at work or in social context, people are like, Christian, Aaron just must have you cracking up at home. You know, you just got to be just splitting your sides all the time. He is so funny. Christian's like, not really. I mean, like, of course he's funny, but it's like, no, like I kind of don't shut the fuck up at home. You know, it's like, (laughs) I'm no longer the audience. You are. Yeah. He's one of the funniest people I know. Oh, Well, this was a fun episode. Yeah, you guys. I loved this. We'll have to do this again. Yeah. yeah, because there's more cards. And I recommend this game for getting to know each other. And if you're not putting this out on a podcast, you could get more real with your answers, too, because we're trying to be, well, I was trying to be cognizant of people who might be listening. <laughs> Same. Yep. So we love you guys. And thank you for joining us. And and for taking the time to listen and get to know us a little bit better because we want to spread the community. So, mm-hmm. yeah, appreciate that. And again, again, this game is called Actually Curious. If you're actually curious about purchasing it for yourself, we highly recommend. It's the original edition. I think there's different editions for different situations. Lovely. So, peace out, y'all. Bye. Till next time. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple stitcher spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review it's so easy to do and such a huge help for us we appreciate your interactions so much want to join us at our table make sure to check out our youtube channel and join our facebook community if you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us take a look at our patreon page all information and links will be in our podcast description catch you next time This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.